This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Is it afternoon? Is it 12 o'clock or 11 o'clock? Well, it depends. Are you in okay. Newfoundland? If you're in Newfoundland, it's 1230. Okay. This is a call-in. Welcome to Live from the Laundry Room. And this is a call-in show about what to, where to find out what your stuff is worth and how to get rid of it. Okay? or how, No, not how to get rid of it. Anyone can get rid of it. How to get the most money for it. Okay? So today we're going to have a lot of stuff. We're going to be talking about uh, Ron, my buddy at Copperson's Corners. Uh, Paul buys $48,000 of the gold and silver. Rick's going to be in here today. Things in your house worth more than your house. Uh, dining room resurgence, need listers, part-time work from home, and Glenn's going to get the phone numbers after uh, I said all that. It took away my, uh, it's my list. I'm supposed to do the list. Okay. No, he got the phone numbers. Okay, thanks. So uh, call call in. We're always looking for callers and text as well. I'll give you the text number. The call-in number is locally 416-360-0740. Out of town, one eight six six. Seven four zero four seven four zero. We're on seven forty AM, ninety six point seven FM, uh, live streamed on zoomer.ca. And you can also text us if you want to text during the show, even if it, it comes late, we will get back to you regardless. But if we can take it on air, we will. You can text us at four one six five eight oh nine two five six. So I got a few things to talk about. First of all, I wanted to thank last night. I hope everyone had a good Halloween. We were at a COVIDly safe party that was hosted by Myra and her boyfriend, Bodan. And travel agent extraordinaire, Pat Probert, showed up. So we had a good time last night. I hope everyone else did and kept very safe. Obviously, we're in a bit of a tough phase two pandemic right now, but hopefully that's It's a blip in history. Okay, hopefully. And uh, I want to talk about the new area of collecting I'm getting into. So we're going to talk about that later. Oh, I heard about that. Okay, uh, yeah. And one other thing, and we're going to talk about this later too, but my friend Dave Marskell, he's the CEO of the museum in Kitchener. He's hosting the first ever stone-sanctioned memorabilia exhibit, Traveling the World. Like stones, like granite? Rolling stones. Oh, rolling stones. Ones. Yes. And he's even going to have a mock-up of the room they first were in when they all lived together and wrote their most famous hits back in the early 60s. And as a result, we're going to be looking for vintage Stones memorabilia because we want to tie it in with this show. They, the Stones will be selling their own merchandise, but obviously that's going to be current merchandise. We're only looking at older stuff. We can't compete with the Stones themselves. But like a 1966 tour ticket or anything. program. 60s is better, 70s is good, 80s. One thing about the Stones, it's good right through to the okay. 2000s. Okay, about, how about a tour shirt? Tour shirt, 1960s tour shirt. What will you buy for today? 500 for sure. If it's uh, As long as we can get the provenance down that it's from that era. 
there are some reproduction shirts you got to be careful about. So if some guy comes in with something from the Beatles or Led Zeppelin, you're going to say no? No, we're buying, buying all that as well. The only, we love the, the early days of, uh, well, even back to the early days of rock with Buddy Holly and uh, Big Bopper and uh, Richie Valens, all that stuff's very collectible. And then you get into... You're not going to talk about Elvis, eh? Elvis, <laughs> extremely collectible. You, and then after that, you get into the Johnny Cash era. But then starting late 63, the British Invasion. All that stuff. And then, of course, you had the Beach Boys going. So, 60, well, the, there is that little blip in the 50s when rock first started. Then you get into about 64 on till about 75. That's the prime era for the most. And this is sitting in drawers right now. I'll bet these tickets are in drawers at home. And oh, poster sure. might be on the wall. Yeah. Like I heard a, a grateful, uh, not grateful dead, uh, Pink Floyd poster, they sold for $5,500. Well, you just showed me the Roger Waters stuff. People are getting autographs at these shows as well, right? Yeah. Like you meet them on the street when they're coming in or whatever, go to their hotel room in the lobby. So autographs, people even get equipment. They throw drumsticks. There's a, uh, tambourines i've got a roger dalton okay. used tambourine and so there's all kinds of things there's backstage passes there's original photos you took tickets programs autographs instruments awards gold records some people have gold yeah. records they were presented worked for a record company in fact we had a gentleman at our show our outdoor event last week who brought in an original tour jacket that cbs records had made but it was only made on an exclusive How much basis you um you know what i can't remember i bought so many things that day but I, I like the jacket. Although Terry said it doesn't fit you, you're too big for it. But anyways, it's a great jacket. But I know you're going to sell it for more. But like I say, people don't realize, and we're not talking $5 bills. Well, in some cases, no. if you've got some of the right items, they can be several, several. Into the hundreds of thousands. And there's a hundreds of thousands of dollars. And a lot of, there's a lot of great musical history here in, in Toronto. Toronto. It was one of the original founding cities. Look at the doors all pulled up. Uh-oh, everyone's oh. getting a hold of it. Yeah, no, but I'm going to say, you know my lo my thing I'm going to talk about every week. Buy local, okay? And one of my friends is Ron at Clapson's Corner. He's got twenty thousand square feet of of uh, antiques and just weird stuff. And you gotta go see him. And he's, he's okay during COVID. He can. Let oh yeah, no, in. the place is huge. The place okay. is huge. So people socially distance. Yeah, and he's got like yeah, it's, it's, there's enough. It's twenty thousand square feet. There's usually only three or four people there, but you're dealing right with the owner. He's on Highway Six. He's a good friend of mine. Highway 6. 6 and 5. Clapson six. Corners. No, no, he's moved up. He's moved up by the dinosaurs. Oh, so he's not at Clapson Corners anymore. No, he's, he's still just can... called that? Well, everyone knows him as that. Oh, okay. So what do you mean? What are you going to do? Is north of the dinosaurs? That's not a great show. That's not a great name for a, <laughs> uh, for a store. Okay. We're going to take a call. Um, you pick one. Okay. Uh, we'll go to Diane in Alliston, and she has a 1962 jukebox. Oh, what kind, though? Wurlitzer, uh, Seabird, what kind is it? Hello, Thank gentlemen. Yep, how are you? Good Hi, morning. fine. Uh, it's a Wurlitzer, 1962, the first year of stereophonic. Ooh, okay. Now, is it working? And yes, I already it know it's in the basement, isn't it? Yeah, it's in top condition. No, no, I'm talking about... Was, it, was it refurbished, or is it pretty well original from when it was... First? No, it's original. Okay. Original. My husband bought it uh, 30-something years ago or 40 years ago, and we've kept it in top shape ever since. And do you play 45 RPM records with it? Yes, we do. And I bet you you and your husband dance the records on uh, playing that. <laughs> it, it's the center of the party whenever we have the family here. We've always got the jukebox playing. Yeah, but for it, sure. It also People plays enjoy the those. 33s. 
It's a great thing to have at a party. I've been to several parties where they yeah. have food Yeah. Now, this here party is going to be moving. And like I said, my main concern, it's in the basement, isn't it? Yes, it is. That's right. Moving, it's very difficult. It's pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's a full box. I give the ads. It's not the box that's on the wall that you press the buttons. This is no, the no, no. It's the full full size. Full yeah. size. It's like the size of a freezer, but four or five times the head's heavy. You don't know a model number, I guess, do you? Because we're um, several types. I'm not sure. Well, I do. There's no bubbling, yeah, we, no bubbling water on the side. No, no. We, it's not the yeah. bubbles. So, okay. you know, everyone thinks of the Wurlitzer with the bubbles. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's got a big flat screen that you look yeah. at it all of glass, and you look at all the, uh, like, there's 100 songs, which is 50, you know, 45s or 33s. Right. And it's got a top bar across the top that says Wurlitzer, and you can actually put your own little uh, 45 sleeve in. So right now, right. because my name's Diane, my husband has Diana, Don't Gamble With Love by Paul Anka. And oh, then it tells great. you 10 top tunes for half a dollar. And then right underneath... Uh, is stereophonic, and you can lift it up and interchange everything there with the big so W the down below where the speakers are. You have the keys or whatever right. else is required. You know, yeah. like, and actually the condition, if you have all that. Yeah, but I, I've seen them sell in that era, which is sort of the last great era. Of, yeah. They didn't make much after the 60s, obviously. You started going to CDs and cassettes yeah. and everything. But um, right. I see them sell for two to $3,000, oh. but they could be higher if it's original. It all depends how original it is. Yeah. You know something? This is going to be something strange. Right now, we're going to talk about it later on the show as well, about people being hunkering down and making them have their home office, just staying more in the home. Uh, you don't get to have the parties, but you're staying in the home more. So some people will buy these. I know yeah, it's going to be hard to item. I mean, the, the size is always an issue in Toronto. People don't have this. Not a lot of people yeah. have big, big places, but they're still very collectible. I'm going to say three to 5000 Okay, on this here. On uh, depending on which one it is, because uh, especially if it's all working and we don't bust it when we move it, uh, a lot of these things can happen. Now we do it on we would do it on consignment, or we could buy it outright. We'd have to see it. Are there other things you're getting rid of? You're getting rid of the world, so there must be other stuff you're getting rid of before that. Well, yeah, we were already told uh, several years ago that it was worth twenty at least twenty five thousand American. Really? Wow. Okay, maybe that, I have to get the model number. Okay, so I'll must have... be a special item, but they have not went up since then. No, the jukeboxes are not increasing in value. They've maintained roughly. They might be down slightly. Okay, there's, there's, a lot there's of one of the reasons we thought to call you was because now Wurlitzer pulled out of the U.S. Right, because it was originally yeah. German. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it, well, it is German. Our, ours is. But okay. um, when they pulled out of the U.S., it just made it more difficult to find, you know, parts in that. But in the U.S. and on, like, Amazon and all that, we've okay. never had any problem. Can so you when we were told Paul? this, we just wondered if there was Paul? maybe, because it's so large, like you said, and a lot of people, uh, you know, we find some of maybe an older generation that might appreciate it don't have the room for it. Right. And, and that. So that's why we're looking at it. Because the kids don't really want it, you know? <laughs> no, okay. No, no. But here's a case where we use time with the item. We could probably get closer to your number on. But there's going to be a finite number that your model in working order is going to sell in a certain range. If I have the model number and, and a photo, and a, a photo, photo and a photo of it, you can send it on to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. 
Okay. Um, uh, okay, because actually I looked on the, the Zoomer website to actually find it, and I couldn't find any website, because I would have sent you all this information first if I could have. Well, you could send it right now, and if we right get it quick enough, we can even talk about it a bit later. So if you want to do that. Okay, so it's a sales at? At torontogoldsilver.com. Other people can do this. We try and get back to people on them. Um, it's funny, you know, you say this, I think about the jukebox, you bought an arcade machine this week. You bought a bunch yeah, of Yeah, right? well, that's something we're going to touch on. I know, on we're going to touch on later okay, on. Okay, well, thank you for the call, Diane. Okay. And I can help you. For okay. sure, I can give you a price, a range, and you know something, even getting a second opinion, um, I can help you. That's okay. what I'm going okay. well, so thank you. at torontogoldsilver.com? Correct. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll uh, give you. My husband's just looking at a piece of paper to see if it was a model. No, it's a spec All right. sheet. No, thank you. You've got to be careful. We'll, we'll model twenty six ten. Yeah. No. Okay. We'll get back to you on that. Okay. Alrighty. Works. I'll send. Take I'll care. send away to you right now if I can. Okay. Thank you. All righty. Thank you. Can okay. we take a quick call from John? He's got a hundred centennial dollar bills. I know you know the value of them. Ah. Uh, so the eighteen sixty seven, nineteen sixty seven on them, right? John? Yes, hello. How are you doing? They're 19, yeah, it has 19, there's no serial number. Right. Uh, 1967. Okay. Uh, but they're, and they're also numbered 1 to 100, and they've never been in circulation. Okay, now here's the, okay. Here's the good news and the bad news. They still sell, and uh, we buy them for 175 and we sell them for $4. That's a dollar seventy-five. $1.75, we sell them for $4. Because they made almost every coin collection that we get in from the 60s, because people bring in their silver coins to us all the time, yeah. and they have these dollars that they went and got to the, went to the Which shop. Which they made millions. Of. They made millions. Think about this. The reason we have serial numbers on our bills is so that we can keep track of the bills. Here's a case where the government says, this is like a souvenir. So they sold you a piece of paper two inches by six inches. For a dollar. People went to the bank, gave them real dollars, and took back these dollars that you can still get your dollar for, which is the good part. But they're not going to be worth a lot more. And if 1967, 1967, if you'd left that money in the bank and gotten interest, you'd be further ahead on this deal. <laughs> At least you know it's $175 for $100. Yes, yes. And they're made, but we do okay. some. You can find. We have an auction today on high bid, and I think there's some in there. And we actually start them at $2. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we get about we get probably a hundred to one hundred fifty a month in the of these, and we've had one person brought in a thousand one day. Huh. He was not happy, but we're still buying them. Which I still buy them <laughs> yeah. because people still like them. People collect. But this was the government taking your money, taking your money, and uh, uh, oh, taking your money. And uh, they're actually just taking your money. They're not taxing you. They're not doing anything. They're not fining you. You're getting they, stuck. It's like a record being stuck. Taking your money. Okay, okay, money. sorry. So, okay. okay. All right, thanks for the call. Can I ask you another question? Go ahead. Sure. Player piano, upright. Sorry Is it worth luck. anything? Well, um, players five years old. old. No, no. They have, do you have okay. the rolls with them? We only take them if we... Um, we only take them if we're doing the whole house, and a lot of times we'll leave them at the, at, the, at the curb and hope someone else takes them. Okay, they are not worth move. They're not worth moving. I sent two men in a truck over. Uh, we won't get a hundred dollars for it. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have someone, one of you, one of your relatives you don't like, give it to them. <laughs> but aren't some of the roles worth something? The roles are worth money. The okay. roles are sometimes worth money, and sometimes they'll go for a hundred, two hundred dollars. But it's so unusual because everyone's right. trying to get rid of them, and they don't fit no condo. And no. today's market's in a condo. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for the call, John. Okay. Can I ask? Okay. All right. Bye bye. No, no. Okay. We should take a quick break here. And then and we'll, we'll go to Rick. And, do Rick. and we'll do Rick and give the phone number out. Pretend this is a call-in show. 416-360-0740, out of town, 1-866-740-4740. And Glenn and I will be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love from scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Hello, welcome back live from the laundry room. I forgot to say, Bogart's still on assignment. I'm here with Glenn Pye from Glory Days, which is at 26 Ripley. And I'm Paul Kenny from Consignment Heroes and from Toronto Gold Silver and from Storage Wars and from this show. Um, we're going to go to Rick right now. Rick, how are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. How, how's Rick, it going? Where are you from? Pardon me? Where are you from? Where am I from? You're supposed to say from Royal... Okay, forget it. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll mention that a little bit later. Anyways, okay. Paul, I want to talk about an exciting new listing that we have coming soon. So, okay. If anybody's listening right now that's interested in buying a home, we've got the perfect home for them. Whether you're a first-time buyer or a downsizer... We're talking a beautiful three-bedroom bungalow in Brampton. And when I say Brampton, it's probably one of the better parts of Brampton. Uh, it's in the Steels and Kennedy area, so you're close to Walmart. You're close to Home Depot. That's the old Peel Village. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So it's a, it's a fully mature neighborhood. You have trees, a beautiful time of the year to drive through. Uh, it is a lovely, lovely home. And uh, we're we're open to offers on it. So, you know, we, we're not going to give out the address just yet, but we're going to have it listed uh, coming very soon. Uh, okay. And again, like I said, if you're somebody who's looking to downsize and you want to sell your $1.5 million house and you want to buy a house that we're going to be listing, get this, Paul, under 800000 That's unheard of for a fully detached on a 50-foot lot. Okay? Really? That means we're welcoming first-time buyers, Builders, renovators, whoever, uh, or downsizers, because it's, it's a beautiful condition, uh, just waiting for personal touches. And we're really excited about it, Paul. Okay. Now, in Brampton, you say under 800000 So if some, someone sells their home in Toronto and they don't have to work, they don't have to go downtown anymore, 
So they're right. going to sell their house for $1.52 in Toronto and then move to Brampton. You still get, you're close enough to Toronto, all the highways. If you get mm-hmm. to Peel Village, it's going to be near Kennedy and Steele. That's you're right near on Kennedy and Steele. You're like a minute away from, from the 410. You're moments away from the 407. You're moments away from everybody. It's like you're still living in the city. So if you don't want to say drive uh, north to, say, yeah. Barrie or Innisfil, which is fine as well, but some people still like to live near Toronto, which that's about as near as you can be. Uh, the other advantage, Paul, is that because it is Peel, uh, you're not paying the two city taxes, uh, land transfer taxes, as you would if you buy a house in Toronto. Well, that's why people talk to you. You're a professional. Yeah. You know about this backwards and forwards in buying and selling like this. And a lot, this house here is going to be available when? When do you well, think? That's, it, it'll be available at some point during the week, the middle of the week, maybe the end of the week. Uh, you know, that's still uh, uh, in discussion, but it's coming okay. soon. Uh, so if somebody wants to get a head start on it, I suggest, and this is where my name and company come from, uh, Rick DeBackle from Royal Page Real Estate Professional. Okay. If you want to get a hold of me, they can reach me at 416-258-3900. And we can discuss it. Uh, we can get an early start on it, uh, whatever. But I'll, this way, everyone's getting a heads up on it uh, before oh, it's gone. We'll, it we're going to be clean. We're going to be decluttering this place, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You haven't told me all the details, but I imagine you, you need me to declutter it. Absolutely. Get it ready for sale. Okay, no, yeah. we're, this is what we do. We'll be able to take this care of the whole thing. And we'll probably be able to pack up their goods or whatever they're moving to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they need moving, but we can help with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure of all the details, but right. the idea here is we're going to declutter this house, and it's ready to be moved in. It's not going to be things at six months closing. It's going to be they want to they want to close it now, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to be it's available for sale. So they, people have to tune in next week. You folks That's right. there, tune in next week for tune the in next week. Uh, oh, no, but no, no, again, but like I said, if you want a head start, uh, they can give me a call early, and I would love to talk to them about it. Okay, or they can right. call me at nine zero five. Yeah, seven three seven. Four six five three. I won't exactly. be able to copy that down because that's our yeah. store number. In case okay. you have other problems, or in case you want to downsize, or you want to get a hold of Rick to help you. Right. Okay. Because there are people right now. All they need is that kick in the rear end. They've decided to do it, mm-hmm. and it's they think it's tough. We can do a house in three four days. That's okay? right. We can have it for sale for rent. We can have it decluttered for sale and money for your goods, which I'm going to talk about later on the show this today. Okay. That's thanks, right. Rick. We got the My pleasure, guys. Cool. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, great. Okay, I, I just want to talk about something quickly. I got just a show. We do respond to texts, and I've already responded to this person, but someone just sent in a picture of a 1939 U.S. quarter, and uh, it's not in the best of shape. No. And we got back to him and said it's worth about $30. So yeah. if people want to text us, I would say who it was that send it in, but maybe they don't want their name mentioned and they didn't okay. put their name in the Well, text. no, some people are shy. But, we don't yeah. bite. Like you, you're a very shy no, person. No, no, okay. Wait, wait, we don't want to hear your rants again. No, so I'm, we're going to Reed in Fort Erie, who has a one ounce, looks like a 1962 gold coin and some other gold old coins. Okay, what do you got there? You got a Cougar ant? No, there's, what do you got? What have oh, I got? Yeah. Um, a $50 gold one ounce, 1982 coin. Oh, 82, that's it. Okay, $50 going. Is it a maple or American? No, it's Canadian. It's pure with a 999 on it. Three nines. Now, you know yeah. something. I'm going to say something for a second because a lot of people, 
Um, they've got what are called three nine gold, four nine gold, and five nine gold. Okay, okay. in these maples. Okay. Now the difference between a three nine gold and a four nine gold is two dollars and fifty cents. Why is it that little? Because that's it's one one ten thousand. And on a four nine, a five nine gold, which oh, people, so it's ninety nine point four nine. Yeah, so yeah. You're saying, okay, well, you left the first two digits out. You're confusing me there. Okay. Well, it didn't take a lot. But a five nine gold, where people pay a hundred, two hundred dollars, is actually only got twenty five cents more gold than a four nine gold. Okay, we know our gold backwards and forwards. Anyone has questions on this? We don't mind telling them. But go ahead. You want to know what your maple's worth, right? Yeah, it's one ounce gold. Okay, you're going to get around. We we buy those right now at twenty five hundred, and we sell them at twenty six ten. We'll talk about it later in the show. Wait a minute, I'm just in case I'm making myself a liar here. No, sorry, twenty. We sold for twenty six fifteen, and we buy them for twenty five ten. Okay, All today right. as the price of gold goes up, we pay you more. If the price of gold goes down, what do you think happens? We pay I'm you more. Assuming it goes down. I know. But right now, it's almost at an all-time high in Canadian money. Don't go, like, be careful. Get You can get second opinions, but that's what we pay. Reed wanted to mention you have a couple other old coins you wanted to talk yeah. about. Oh, I've got 50 different ones. Uh, You're probably 40, best to 43 bring them into nickel, us. an 18.25 cent piece, a 19.13.25 cent piece, a whole bunch okay. of old pennies. Now, it depends. It comes down to, with your gold, I really don't care what condition it's in because it's gold, okay? Oh, it's in a it's, case. So you're going to get that money. But and when you're talking about other coins, most of them, if they're off the street, what we call just accumulated, and there's no shame in that, they're going to be worth what I'm going to give later on in the show, the silver prices. Now, once in a while, if it's in really nice condition, it's still collectible or it'll be if it's a little bit rare, okay, like a 1948 silver dollar. Silver, silver dollar, if you haven't cleaned it or anything like that, silver dollar is going to run you, uh, we're paying around 12 in EF and we're selling them at 15, okay, 1,500. If you've got one that's like an MS-65, it's going to be around 6,000, okay? So but, it all but be best if Reed could come our way or if it's a massive collection, we could go to Fort Erie, right? Well, I'm going to, um, I'm going well, to. Um, it's uh, a couple hours for me to drive there and I prefer not to. I'm just trying to understand what this stuff's worth because I just well, found it. Why don't you do, you have email, I guess, right? Can you email Paul and we could have a quick look and if it's yeah. worth the trip, if you want to sell it, we'd be interested. I'm going to St. Catharines the next two days because I'm going down to see my friend Nick who helps okay. me with my military stuff. And that's St. Catharines. I'm also going to Niagara Falls. Okay. Um, I've got three calls that I have to make okay. down there. Okay, so, well, Hang that, on. Does that work for you, Reed? Um, Niagara Falls or St. Catharines, I can drive to in 15, 30 minutes. Okay. Why don't you send us an email with your coordinates and we'll get back to you. Or you can leave your number with Brandon, the producer. If you want to hang on, if you'd like us to call you after the show, I don't want to give your phone number over the air. If you want to call us, us to call you and talk to you after the show, I would be more than happy to. Okay. Okay. Just leave right, your number Reed. with Brandon. Have Thanks. a good day, buddy. Take care. Thank you, producer. Okay, we have uh, two Com Thomas Kincaid Santa Claus figures with Randy and beautiful Etobicoke, where we are. What? Hello, Randy. Uh, how's it going? So it's real good. I have uh, two Thomas Kincaid. Um, uh, they, 
they're stat not not statues, but they're you know they're, they're cloth or we call it in, in a box and everything else. They're about three feet high. We have two of them. What era do you think they're from? Do you know when they were purchased? Uh, well, my son bought them. I don't know, ten years ago, from Thomas Kincaid. Okay, they do them. Yeah, I, this is something. This is the time of season coming up for this. But this was one of those. You might have paid a lot for them. They seem to people want between a hundred and two hundred dollars for them. Okay, but uh, let me see if I can go completed. So on um, stuff like this. It's like your Franklin Mint stuff or those dolls or the Barbies or anything, anything after 2000. Unless they develop a really big um, collector base, they're not going to increase in price because these companies make their money out of making this, of selling this product. Okay. Also, if it's 10 years, they might be worth money in 50 years. Okay, here's Vintage Thomas Kincaid Old World Santa Christmas Ornaments, 15 with tags, under $100. That's a three foot, the three foot ones, eh? No, 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 no. These no, are, that's these, the, the these small ornaments. ones. There's not a lot of sales on. It's probably going to be, oh, probably a hundred dollars. But you're going to. We might be able to tie it down better if you send us a photo, and we could give you a more accurate estimate. Yeah, they've been making them for a while, and Christmas is the time to sell it. Yeah. Well, you know, when we were doing lockers, if we got into a locker and had Christmas decorations in it. We only knew there was one time a year to sell them. That was it. Which is right now. Which is right now. Yeah. Because people are thinking about that spot. And people are going to be decorating more of their homes. Their, their company's sure. not coming over, but they're going to pay, They're going to spend you, some money. Do you want Paul's email address, or do you have it? I have I have it all. I have it all. Okay, great. Yeah, send us a photo, and we can elaborate a little more on the value. Okay, thanks very much, Paul. Take care, buddy. Have a good day. Hey, hey Paul? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm the guy with the red hat. See ya. Okay, take care. Who comes the red hat? Red hat. Well, people chase you around with red hats. Have you seen them? No. Okay, all right. So we're going. We're going to Roseanne in Beamsville, who has Looney Tunes statues. Oh, you emailed me this week, and I haven't got back. You gave me the one with the clock. I saw the clock. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Yeah, you. Paul, you're bad. You should always get <laughs> back to people. I saw the clock. The clock is in three, two to three hundred, but I hadn't. The statues, for whatever came through, did not come through. I saw the the, the clock one, but the statues, yeah, it's the size of them. If they're, now, where did you get the Looney Tunes? Sorry. Well, I've been a collector for over 30 years, believe it or not, and I've always collected Looney Tunes and Disney and anything. And um, right now I'm looking to sell my statues. I sent you the Tweety and... Um, Sylvester Clock with description, and also uh, Speedy Gonzalez with description, and Daffy Duck with description. And then I sent about three other pictures. And I yeah. called and said everything went through, he said. Oh, so, I seen him. I only saw the clock. So one of your staff may have looked at it. They might have. And it just yeah. Because yeah. they do some preliminary work for me, because I literally get about 100 emails a week. And I try and do as much as I can because sometimes yeah. we want the item and sometimes we can just help sell it. But this I this this week at the end of the month, the last week of the month, is usually very busy for us because we're emptying houses. But okay. Do you have an idea for value wise or are you gonna get back to it? I would rather get back because 
Something like that is going to be, um, and I emphasize this, is sometimes if we have more time, we can sell it. Um, and we, it's at auction, they would go for $10, $20, okay? But if we had, sit back and we wait and we hold back offers or we put them into an, uh, one of our uh, consignment sales, we can get more money for it. This is where the problem, you need to have a lot of people looking at it. And that's why I say right. we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world. We do that because the world's got more money. Right. So I apologize for not getting back to you this so week. tomorrow you can I will back, get back to you sure. tomorrow on it. I'll be yeah. late in the day because we have, for people who are out there, we have an auction today on high bid with 700 um, items. They're all um, sports cards and Hockey books and they're going comics, really rich. All kinds yeah. of Some comics. It, 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 co- hockey books. If you've got a well, special okay. present, well, Roseanne's still on the line. She doesn't want to hear your life story, but can yeah. you? Uh... Oh no. <laughs> well, you're my life story. Your life story not that interesting. <laughs> it's not that. I'm trying to promote my you're, auction today. You're getting heckled from the house. There's hecklers here. Heckling. Yeah, yeah. There's downsides to doing this live from the laundry room. I'll tell you that. So. I, yeah. I, they are rare. They are very, some of them are very rare. Okay, and um, they're back from 99 and 2000. Okay. Okay. Well, no, I can help. And sure. they're original. So that's why, um, actually it was my brother that suggested I contact you. I listened to your show a few times already and I thought, well, I'm going to call in and see you forgot about me. You've got a very smart brother. Yeah. Does he want to come on? Does your brother want to come on and co-host what, with me? With me. Yeah. yeah. yeah you're okay. gone soon. This is the end of you. Thank you. Give me, I will get back to you. I promise tomorrow. It'll be late in the day because we, what I was trying to say is we have an option on high bid today that people can go on and bid on this stuff and they can pick it up in our store. No, no, we're selling $100 worth of hockey books for $5. Okay. Because no one wants no one wants to read it. I'm gonna go in and bid six. Okay. Thank you very much for the call. All right, Paul. Well, you had a couple things. You want to go to break right now? No, I want to talk. I want okay. to rant. Go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry. No. All right. Go ahead. No, no. After the break, we're going to go to break a minute. We're going to come back with the um, gold and silver prices. We're going to talk about um, carnivals, carnival stuff, things in your house worth more than your house, and the resurgence in dining. And we need listeners part time have work from home. Okay. Uh, break time. Are we going to break? Go to break. No, you have to get the phone number first. Okay. 416. She says, I lost it here. 360-0740. You must have spiked my coffee this morning. Did you put some Baileys in there? No, no. I don't know. I think there's something going on. Out of town, you can call 1-866-740-4740. Maybe it's the time change. That's what Okay, we'll go to break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. 
the kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Okay, live from the laundry room, uh, this is Paul Kane from Storage Wars and Consignment Heroes with my good friend Glenn Pye from Associate. Glory Days, Associate from, from Glory Days Sports. Well, okay, you got to say, things in your in your house worth more than your house. Okay, I've got a good example from last okay. evening, and this is unbelievable. Something you could have bought in a variety store five years ago for a dollar. Okay. Which is a card of, and I have trouble with his last name, so I'm going to mention his nickname, Giannis, an NBA player from the Milwaukee. Greek freak. He's a Greek freak. Can we say that? Well, that's We're going to talk about Greek stuff. He likes the name. Okay. Anyways, one of his cards from 2014, last night sold for 1.8 million U.S. That's about 2.5 million Canadian, and that's worth more than most houses, even in Toronto. So, So... Wow. It's yeah, I mean, are you serious? I mean, these cards are going crazy. There must have been 100 cards sold for over $50,000. And a lot of them are the newer ones, which I'm totally shocked by. And I typically yeah. don't deal in. But obviously, now I'm going to start buying them when I see them. But if you get the star players and the rookie cards and some of the chase cards with the, you know, the maybe uh, autographs. I don't care what it is. You give me $1.7 million. I don't care what I'm giving you. Well, you won't do the show anymore. It'll be my show till I get my $1.7 million. You need two cards. Okay. So that's something in your house worth more than your house and not necessarily that old. This is what five years. Well, uh, the the 50s mantles and stuff like that, all the old cards are worth money. And and they're in people's faces. Especially the really the stars have taken off. Like the commons haven't went up as much. They're okay. People, the odd person does sets, but a lot of people just collect Jackie Robinson or they collect uh, Babe Ruth or whoever. So star cards, and even in the more modern ones, the star cards that drive it, which is, you know, LeBron James and Mike Trout and, you know, the, the new guy, Az- Razarina from uh, Tampa, all those guys, their cards are... I like when the names are like Brad Park. Yeah, it was Easy a- to pronounce. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr. So yesterday, Bobby Orr. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we've got a call. Can no, 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 no. Okay. I want to talk about Sean Connery okay. passed okay. away. Okay. And Sean Connery passed away. Yeah, now, his audience, yeah. I know, I love Sean Barton. He only won one Oscar wow. for uh, The Untouchable. They don't want to give him to James Bond. That's he, unbelievable. I know. How many people remember the James Bond? Everyone does. And the girls that were on James Bond. Okay. So, his his value, if you get something authenticated, one sold for like a $1,300. Which yesterday and, would have been probably 600 yeah, but the, the unauthenticated is a hundred. So the difference is people want to know what they're getting is real. Now I say this because someone brought into my store yesterday a Bobby Orr autograph with an authentication from some no-name company. I don't even want to say them on the air. But I looked at it and I said, "This is a reproduction. This is not a signature. They've authenticated that something is." Oh, wrong. it's not even live ink. Not even live ink. Wow. Not even. It was printed. That's okay, crazy. so. The company that's doing this charged him 40 or $50 for no good. The idea of authentication, third-party authentication, the whole premise behind it is that they, the person buying it wants to know it's real. And, that's, and it's only as good. And you need the companies that have the clout globally yes. because that's what helps people buy. They don't, if it's a local company, and even if they did the right job, people don't know who they are. I mean, you and I can authenticate yes. a lot of things, but 
if we're going to sell it globally, we need to get the PSAs and the JSA. Yeah. And for comics, there's CGC. Uh, CGC. And so there's certain one, you know, various companies that you go to based on the item you have. Because you want to get it sold. And we know where to. If people want us to get, we know how to get graded. We can get them better value. And it's just like auctions. If people want an auction, we know what auction these items should go in. So if it's something you'd rather take a, more of a chance and put in an auction, first of all, we can tell you the auction that's good for that. And it's also going to tie in, you know, to some of the things that we're buying. And we identify an auction that's exactly right for that. But also, we can get them a, a much reduced because we do so much business and yeah. we're always looking at what they sell and talking to these companies. So they might have to pay 20%. If they do it through us, they might pay 5%. You just segue the next three different things I okay. want to do. All right, all right. No, no. One, this week, we've got a person at auction. Um, they were selling gold and silver. They're selling silver. And I okay. bought at this auction. Right. Next week, I'll give you a whole rundown on it. Right. But I bought something for $6,600. Okay. okay. Yeah. I have all the net things here. And if if the person had brought into my shop, right. they would have gotten $7,400. This is all Canadian. This is all Canadian. But after the auctioneer takes his cut, right. instead of getting seven, no seventy one twenty eight, they got $4,400. By putting gold, you should never, ever, ever. That doesn't seem right. How can it go from seventy one twenty eight down because to 4400 Because the auctioneer puts a 20% uh, right. premium on it. You don't get any of that. They oh, charge you 20%. You're, you're, you're taking both ends out, what you pay and what yeah. the buyer pays. Yes, yeah. okay. but if it was a person that brought into yeah. my shop, I right. would have paid them 7128 7, and they end up getting 4400 wow. for the item. So, and I'm making money at that rate, yeah. okay? So That's the thing with auctions. You don't know. It's a bit of a crapshoot. Well, you buy at auctions. All you never time. buy and sell the same and auction. And at dealers, well, you do sometimes because certain things are in the wrong auction. So. Yeah. You know, you got a sports item in an auction where they're doing carpets and fine uh, pottery and stuff, right? Yeah. That's a great place to buy. We bought that World Series trophy once. Also, they're often misdescribed. These auction houses, a lot of times, especially if you're into specialized stuff like our callers call in about, these auction houses, they don't know anything about it. They just throw it out there. So if it's misdescribed, you can pick it up very cheap because oh, yeah. we know it's something and it's not described that way. Yeah. We'll do this call, and then after that, we're going to talk about your new collectible. Oh, boy, yes. So we'd uh, like to go, it looks like Daw in, is that Elmvale? Yeah, that's me. Beautiful place, Elmvale. Elmvale Zoo, is it still there? Yeah, oh, yes. I have okay, a 1992 okay. quarter collection with uh, every province and territory on it, and a loony in the center of it on a blue sort of velvety case. Is that okay. worth anything? Well, you can buy them. In, there's four dollars in them. There's three dollars and quarters and one loony. Four dollars. You can buy it in our auction today for five dollars. We have this in the case. We'll not Pardon, no. They. What happens here? And this is what I say about. Well, there's no precious metal to begin with. There's right? no precious metal. The government, like in 1967, 1992, they were very good at marketing this stuff. The only part of the government that makes money, literally is the mint, okay? They make it for us, but they also make a profit on the stuff they sell us. Right. So these were, everyone was collecting them, and every time those quarters are taken out of um, production, circulation. circulation, that's money you don't have in the bank, you're not making interest on it, like it doesn't make any sense. We, we're selling a $1,000 bill today. 
Oh, really? From 19, uh, I think it's 54 or 88. I can't remember wow. which one. It's been graded, and we're trying to get $1,000 for it. No. That's it. That's all we want. Why didn't you sell it to me? I would have paid you $1,000. Well, I'm hoping someone pays us more. But, okay. Uh, I'm sorry we didn't have better news for you, but uh, anyway. What, what about silver uh, quarters prior to oh, the... Uh, you said wait, wait okay. right in, so... Why don't you listen and hang up, Paul, talk about the gold and silver prices, and you can understand exactly what they're worth. Hold on. Okay. okay. Today, and I'm saying this about go and get your uh, little calc- uh, little scales at uh, uh, your home hardware. I don't want you going to any Dollar big, store. I don't, or no, I want to go to home hardware because home hardware are Canadian. They're owned by Canadians. It's Dollarama's Canadian. Is it? Yes. Okay, you can go there. Okay. But they won't have these. All right. On, um, you're just sending person to a place that hasn't got anything. Okay, so you get these little scales and you can put your gold on it. And I want now, to do Now, this gentleman that. had a silver quarter. I'm going to give that in a minute. That's after. Silver is always secondary to gold. Right, we'll sir, go over the big sir. guys first. Okay, gold. 10 karat gold. This is what we pay. In spite of what other people say, no, those guys don't pay that much. This is what we pay. 10 karat gold is 28.18 today. Might be different tomorrow, depending on what happens to the price of gold. 14 karat gold. Copy these prices down. Get a pen, get a paper, copy it down. You don't know when you're going to sell your gold. Make sure they both work. Or you can tell, yeah, or you can tell your neighbor that these are the prices because they go out and, and, and people say it's, it's best to ask twice and sell once. Get a second opinion, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. 10, 14 karat gold is 39.46. 18 karat gold, $50.73. If you've got 100 grams of 18 karat gold, which is not that big, we're going to pay you $5,000. A 22 karat gold is 62.01. If you're buying silver, sterling silver, we're at 77 cents a gram. And if you've got um, silver dollars, we're paying 16.68. Oops, this is the right test. Okay, yeah, it is. 16.68 for every dollar. So 10 dollars. So if he has a quarter, he's looking at. $4 and... Uh, Just over $4 for every quarter. Yeah, we can do it exactly, you know. One of us could do it. If we had a calculator, we could figure this out. Sixteen sixty-eight. How many fingers do you have? Yeah. $16.68. Now, this, here's a little fact, but there's the same amount of silver in 10 dimes as four quarters. They actually worked it out that way. Or two halves. Or two halves. Or $1. Or $1. In Canada, we'll pay more for the American with the pre-1964. All of this silver I'm talking about is pre-67. That's the set that had all the animals. And on. in the U.S., it's pre-65? 64. So six, 64 and before. Yes. So, and your half dollars, um, I'm I'm not going to get all the details right now. We have curbside pickup, or you can mail in your gold. Because there's other places you mail it in, and we'll give you the price in advance, and we will tell you what it is. It won't be a guessing. It won't be like, oh, I'm going to give you $80. Oh, you want more? I'll give you 90 Whenever a place that you go into... You go and, forward with your best offer. Yeah, no, no, but we just say the price. We're not ashamed of our prices. But a place that you go into, and they offer you $300, and you go to walk around, turn around, and they offer you $400, don't walk out of that place, run. Run, run because you don't know when they're going to start being honest with you. Now, we also buy silver plate. I'm going to say, because it's my show, we're at 10,341 Young Street. Keep that pen and paper working here. My number at the store is 905-737-4653. Now, 
We also sell maples and gold. Okay, we were talking about that guy earlier on. Well, I've got a text, text here. Okay. Maples, we were selling at thirty-eight fifty. My neighbor, around on the other side of the wall, is selling thirty-nine fifty. That's a dollar maple. If you buy five more maples, you save five more dollars. Exact same silver. Gold maples are twenty-six fifteen. He sells them at twenty-six fifty, like that gentleman. We would pay him twenty-five ten for it. And gold bars were twenty-five ninety. Now, this is the guy. That makes his stuff in his basement. Also, if you want a kilo, if you're a big shooter, we can save you $1,000 on a kilo of gold. It's exactly the same one as he's selling there. Okay? So we also had a guy who brought in a ring, and I sent him over to my neighbor. Guy brings in a two-carat ring, and I said, go to my neighbor, see what he says. Without that, I said, I'm going to pay you $4,100 for this. He went over to him. He offered him 2500 this is the guy on the other side of the wall. This is the guy with the nice fingernails. This is the guy on TV with the nice fingernails and is always talking How about the guy sitting next to you here. Okay, you can do something in a minute, but I want to say that we did that. We paid 4100 Another guy, we paid, he was offered 10000 by those guys downtown. We paid $30,200. Well, what did I give you this week? I gave you my rings. I had rings that yeah. came in, and I gave them to you because I know it's the best value in the city. I know, but I'm just saying that okay. something gets second bin. Okay, we got a text. I know you're looking yeah, at your phone. And I, this is something I have no clue about, so you may. It's oh, not sufficiently descriptive. No, it's a very short list. How long is the list? Very you don't have a clue list. about We got several texts coming in, but here's one. Okay. Any value in red flash glass cornflower by W.O. Mitchell? No. Uh, no, it's it's... The corn it's not it's cornflower type of flint. Cornflower is made by Hughes. Okay. Okay. And they did on um, the colored cornflower is on blues or orange or or red, but it's not a flash. This was a company that kind of emulated them. Like I go into this story that during after World War II, um, it was illegal to bring glass decorated glass into this country. This is what we actually it's like a small like a tariff idea. You could buy blanks, undecorated glass, and we supplied jobs for Canadian glass decorators. Okay. okay? That's when our government was actually doing something. Well, they're doing something now. But this is when they were worried about the money leaving the country. But this particular item isn't worth a lot of money. The flash, it'll sell for, uh, it looks pretty, $10, $15. And what is that? Is that a cup or is that? Oh, I don't know what it is. Just if it's flash. They made many, they made many. It says Red flash glass. Candy bowl? It doesn't say red flash. But it's not cornflower. Whatever. Cornflower has 13 petals on it. And I know there's a difference. They look very similar. But real cornflower, say on blue, would be worth, a bowl would be worth $300. Okay. Or this is red flash would be worth the exact same sheet. If he he emailed you a photo, that would be much better and you could be more specific. Okay. Can we do one more quick text here? Another thing you don't know about? No, I do. These are sports cards, but you might even be better at it. There's a Russ Jackson and a Jean Beliveau. They both look to be in very good shape. And I know what you're going to say is that I like to see that shape there. That condition. We just sold one of those. There also is a, a pack. Is that the Beliveau rookie? That's the Beliveau rookie. Okay, so Beliveau rookie and a Russ Jackson looks to be around 1960, probably. I know the Russ Jackson card, ten, twenty bucks. Well, it could be more. It could be up to fifty, and if it's graded and it's a really high grade, you might get a hundred dollars. But you'd have to spend the money on grading to get it, yeah. done, which can cost you twenty-five, thirty dollars. The Bellevue card is where the money is. If probably, there's no right? creases and sharp corners, that card the can back be looks two, very clean. Two, three thousand. 
Yeah, so that's one you have to get graded yeah. to sell and get your full work. I wouldn't sell it any other way. Okay. Now, but wait a minute. And they can bring it in, and we can send it in for grading for them or do whatever. But what's or good, an offer on they the pick those two cars. Do you have any others? Because that's 1953 and 1963. Okay. What happened in between? Probably so they have other cars. cars. Yeah. Well, yeah, and even the commons will buy, right? Because there are people trying to fill yeah, that yeah. from those vintage. I mean, commons from the 80s and 90s aren't any good. No, from that era. We can leave those in our parking lot. They won't even steal them. Okay, well, that was good. Good response. Okay, got uh, four minutes here. Anything okay, you want no, to talk about? I want to talk about um, the dining room's resurgence. Okay. People are staying at home, and you know those dishes? People call me up and say, God... And uh, as you're listening to my show right now, or our show, I want you to look across your uh, flat to wall, your uh, china cabinet. You're going to have a bunch of dishes there that you probably haven't used in five years. Okay. Take them out of the cupboard, either sell them to us or use them. Okay. That's what I want people to do. All right. I want people to enjoy it. Right now, we have a table set with nice dishes and nice glasses. And if you're going to spend the time at home, enjoy these things. Right. Okay, sure. because a lot of people come and say, well, that's too good to use. That's like saying I'm not worth it. Okay, if you've got this stuff there, I want you to start using them now. This week as well, I'm going down to Niagara Falls, um, but I'm going to. Uh, I'm so going people by... have some collections. They want to send you a quick note. You could yeah, drop in. I can drop in quickly. In. Yeah. I'm going okay. down for sure. You may I'm... see that gentleman from Fort Erie who called earlier. If he calls earlier, okay. um, I want to talk about the cups and saucers. And when you're about my new area collectibles. Um. Yeah, we got just barely enough time for it. But I want to talk about okay. cups and saucers. Ainsley, Paragon, the more white you see, the less it's worth. you got big flower in the middle with lots of You're blue. talking in the interior of a cup. Yeah. We sold one this week, uh, $400. Okay, wow. go ahead. New collection, yes. Yes, I've I got think- a new collection, Paul, so go out looking. I'm buying. No, no, but I mean, some of the arcades. I've always loved. When I was a kid, and I'm sure you did, we used to go to the CNA. We'd go to the oh, sideshow yeah. and all the arcades and the... The merry-go-round. Oh, you mean the world's ta- the world's tallest uh, midget and the world's shortest giant? Yeah, they and the man eating stuff. chicken, where a guy sitting yes. on a bench eating chicken. That's Got that. it. Okay. The uh, flyer, a roller coaster. I'm sure I remember yeah. the Shell Tower going up to the top, and the Alpine Way riding across. I love that stuff, and I love carnival games, uh, arcade, circus-related stuff. And in the last week, I've been quite lucky and able to pick up five banners. So these are the sideshow canvases that yeah. run on the both sides of the entrance to get into the show. And they have a parker out front saying, come in and see these particular attractions. And ours are done by Fred Johnson, who's the most famous. He's a Leonardo da Vinci of circus canvases. Hey, well, really, I mean, the pictures aren't great, but it's like folk art, right? And yeah. People love it. And it shows where, but that's, in a way, it's almost good because people know it was really used. Like the bearded lady and stuff like well, that? Well, I don't get quite that good. The weirder it is, the more it's worth, too. And, of course, vintage. And then, of course, the big one is Fred Johnson from the O'Henry Awning Company in Chicago. Apparently, they made all these top-level canvases. Our stuff, we believe, is Conklin because we have a, a punching bag. There's going to be no more fairs. From 19... Well, there will be some. But right now, away. all this stuff yeah, is sitting in the garages. For, yes, because stuff we're looking for isn't in play now. Okay, anyway. okay, okay. It's all yeah. been stored away. But I bought a punching bag machine from around 1920. Beautiful old wood machine. We're trying to do some work on it to get it mechanically. Yeah, I heard you got my face on the punching bag. Yes, but it's we okay. Do. We do. And... Um, 
Also, we picked up two horse racing games from early 1900s, which okay. were quite good. And everyone in my office is now gambling. So there's people betting each other for the horse racing game. But if anyone has stuff, I had a, a grip tester. It could be from any. I, I particularly like the local ones like Crystal Beach and the CNE, but I'll buy from any. Like anyone. the baseball game. The, just, yeah. Like, remember those? Oh, I used yeah. to love those. And yeah. the vending machine. I had a grip cards. tester. Okay. You know, there's the. Uh, the fortune teller machine, those are all beautiful. We're very interested in those, and those are big and heavy, but we'll still buy them. And the stuff we bought this week took three men in the truck to get it out of a basement. Really? Yeah. Okay. So. No, we'll do it, but they got you paid fair money for it. Okay. I'll give you the last 30 seconds. Oh, hey, I was going to say that, okay, now um, the research that I did on that, we need listeners. Okay. You can work from home. We drop off the stuff. We, you get. And we all this for Paul. We need listeners. Yeah, both of us need listeners. It's a, just leave your number, or you can call us at 905-737-4653. I want you to buy local, I want you to wear a mask, and I want you to be safe. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.